Welcome to the Intuitive Health Podcast, where we unlock the secrets of living a happier, healthier life. I'm your host, Brandon Maddox, and each week we'll be focused on what it takes to upgrade your health intuitively. Enjoy the show. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Intuitive Health Podcast. I'm so excited to be launching the very first episode. This is kind of kicking off the 2024 year. I want this year to be about tremendous growth for myself personally. So this was something that's been on my mind, but it has been something that I've been a little scared of just because of the unknown and I guess that fear of rejection publicly. And so funny enough, this is the fourth time I have recorded this first episode. The first couple of times my friends didn't like it. They said it wasn't going to attract enough viewers. This third time I I recorded was amazing. I just had a little bit left to to record at the end. And then something happened with the audio file and it became corrupted. So we're going for the fourth time. This is just kind of showing that you never want to give up. You just always want to have that perseverance. Uh, especially with coming to our health, right? Health is an ever-evolving topic. There's always ups and downs with our own health journey, and I really want this podcast to be dedicated to showing you the raw, unfiltered truth about what is current in the health space, what you can do tangibly to your own health, and how you can change it from home. I really want it to be about all the latest and greatest cutting edge knowledge and information on health and kind of making it a summary Cliff Notes version for you guys. And one of the biggest topics, especially right now in the health and fitness space is weight loss. I feel like this is a time true um, topic in health is how do we lose weight? How do we keep it off? And how do we look and feel good at the end of the day? I know I've been there where I've been overweight. I couldn't fit in jeans that I was trying on at a store. And that was the tipping point for me where the pain was just too much. And I said, the pain of never drinking a soda again did not outweigh the pain of trying on jeans and having that muffin top and not being able to get a nice pair of jeans to make myself look good, which would ultimately help my confidence out. So last year, I became a certified nutrition coach just because it was a passion of mine and I wanted to learn from the best minds in the world of what is the true health for us. How do we get healthier? How do we age better? How can I get older every single year and actually feel better about my body and have more energy? Because I think there's this stigma that just because the age on a graph dictates that as we go up, our health must fall, we must get sicker, we must get overweight. And it's just this thing that we accept, right? But I refuse to accept that because we only have one life and we get to choose how we live it. And my number one goal for myself is to always have high energy. I want to be able to do things that not a lot of people can do physically. And I never want to limit myself, especially if I'm traveling or I I do something and, and a friend or family is like, hey, let's go climb that mountain. I don't want there to be any restrictions on myself. So today, the main topic is going to be about weight loss, and one of the biggest trending news, I think, in the weight loss space right now is weight loss drugs, right? It is a, the kind of elephant in the room of everyone is using Ozempic right now, and people are getting results. We, I'm hearing from friends, and I actually know some family that is on it right now, and they're starting to lose the weight. 
But the problem that I see with that is that Ozempic, according to the Mayo Clinic website and their own website, was designed to help treat type 2 diabetes. So it's supposed to help your body produce insulin to lower your blood sugar levels from eating or just naturally if you have high blood sugar. And so this was designed to help mitigate those symptoms. And I think the one of the side effects was weight loss because it helps slow down your metabolism. You're processing food at a, at a much slower rate, which means that you're not getting this huge boost in blood sugar, right? So your body doesn't have to work on overdrive to produce insulin to lower that. And now the pharmaceutical company has just kind of found their niche of weight loss with this drug. And I am seeing the advertisements on streaming platforms. I'm seeing it all over the internet. Um, even going to their website, they have all these pop-ups. So it's just really interesting to see what's going on and how our system is working at its finest, right? We're talking about in America, you see this system where it's very politically driven of the politics drive the money, which drives what is being produced, what's subsidized, what's not, what's making money. And then the pharmaceutical drugs basically get to control the narrative of, oh, we're going we're gonna to help out these studies or we're going to produce our own studies to show that corn, for example, can be a good thing for us. Or taking Ozempic, for example, is going to help you lose weight, which will make you feel good. But there's a huge downside to a lot of this, right? The... the I call it the the one and done type of thing where it's you take one pill and you're done. You don't have to do anything else. Or with Ozempic, you have to take the shot. So you, you take the shot and it's a one and done. And we've been trained really to accept this easy lifestyle of these pills are going to solve all our issues. We don't have to do any extra work to get the results that we want. And we can get everything we want in life just quick and easy just because we want that instant dopamine. We want that instant action to happen. But the problem with getting instant results means that most of the time it's not going to be sustainable, right? It takes about 66 days to form a habit on average. And a lot of the time people are overweight because they form these bad habits of eating late at night, drinking the sodas, drinking the alcohol, and in excess amounts or even in small amounts, especially with soda, that will still keep you overweight. But now we're starting to see this pain point, right? So you eat, you binge, you, you don't have these healthy habits formed, but now everything is accumulated and you look in the mirror and you're not happy with yourself, the way that you look, the way that you look naked, the number on the scale. And I've been there. I have 100% been there. I was not happy with the numbers on the scale. I was not happy with trying on jeans and them not fitting or the muffin top hanging over. And so that pain outweighed the pain for me of the easy decisions, right? Easy decisions are eating anything inside. The hard decisions are starting to shift these habits that you formed over your lifetime to something brand new, something uncertain, something that your body is not used to. So it's uncomfortable. The two driving factors for humans is number one is certainty, so we want to be certain of things, and number two is uncertainty, so we like variety. And so we want to be certain of what we're expecting to eat, we want to be certain of what the results are going to be, but the uncertainty is if you don't plan your meals, normally you're going to eat whatever is available, which most of the time for the average American, they consume the SAD diet, which is a standard American diet. 
that consists of chips, sodas, sweets, processed foods that comes in bags, boxes, or Ziploc bags. And it's easy to do because it's everywhere. And so I'm here to tell you as kind of a recovering food addict from the standard American diet is that the flip side of that, the harder path is going to produce long-term happiness. The harder choices you make in the short term, the easier life will be. The easier decisions you make in the short term, the harder the rest of your life is going to be. And again, before we dive any deeper into this, I just want to reiterate, I am not a doctor. I'm not a licensed physician. So I always encourage you to consult with your primary care physician before either taking a new supplement or a new drug, um, especially if you are prescribed one. So always just double check with your primary care physician. And so just to touch base on Ozempic, according to their website, again, it's to treat type 2 diabetes. They have a whole section on the side effects. And I think based upon their testing, this is what they've found to be the most common, the rare, um, the less known. And so I'm just going to read some of the side effects that they have listed on their website is belching, bloating, excessive gas, heartburn, recurrent fever, stomach discomfort, fullness of pain, burning feelings in the chest or stomach, indigestion, tenderness in the stomach area. They have about 30 different symptoms that they have listed as incidents not known, which I'm not really sure how this gets categorized. Some of these include anxiety, chills, cold sweats, confusion, cough, dark, darkened urine, difficulty swallowing, dizziness, fast heartbeat, feeling sad or empty, headache, and the list goes on. Now they have a section of the most common side effects and I'm sure they have a way of figuring these out because um, they have to have them listed. And when this was listed, this was approved by the FDA in 2017. So the most common symptoms are diarrhea. The less common is constipation. So you have two polar opposites there. And then they have a rare section, but these are pretty severe. They include bleeding, blistering, burning sensations, coldness, discoloration of the skin, feeling of pressure, hives, infection, inflammation. There's about 20 other ones on here that I didn't want to read, but the main point of this is just making sure that you're doing your own due diligence and research. A doctor has to prescribe Ozempic to you, and most of the people, actually everyone I know that's taking it, do not have type 2 diabetes. So their doctor's prescribing it probably for weight loss, and they're getting some results, but you have to take into account too is that the second normally you go off of a drug that you're using or some type of pill or shot is that your body is going to bounce back normally to the exact same of what it was or it could be in a worse situation especially if you do get any type of side effects from this. Now the way that Ozempic works according to their website is it helps the body produce insulin to help lower the blood sugar. And essentially that's what it's doing. It's helping the metabolism out. And so that's why a lot of people are starting to lose weight on it. But you're supposed to be using this, to, according to their description, in tangent with diet and exercise. So it says it's an injection used to treat type 2 diabetes. It is used together with diet and exercise to help control your blood sugar. The medicine is also used to lower the risk of heart attack, stroke, or death in patients with type 2 diabetes. 
So it looks like, according to why they created it, was it's supposed to be a supplement form of, hey, this is supplement to you exercising, you gain the right diet in, which is usually just a healthier, clean diet, less sugar, less fat, um, less processed foods, and eating a whole foods diet is gonna give you the byproduct of losing weight. But in this case, everyone I know is not dieting and exercising that's using it, that's losing weight. And that's going to be the number one determinant if you can sustain this. So there is a very natural way to help lower blood sugar levels that is going to operate um, similar in the body according to the research. And again, I'm not recommending any of this. I am just basically giving you the facts and the data that exists right now, um, especially going through um, the nutrition school that I went through, which is the number one in the United States, is a lot of the doctors actually talk about these these methods to help reduce blood sugar and insulin so I don't want anything to be misconstrued I'm not advising you to take this but from personal experience and what the research is showing this has been shown over the last 6,000 plus years to help reduce blood sugar level and the way that you'll see it is it's commonly referred to as bitter melon extract so basically they take the extract of the bitter melon they put it in a supplement form of pill or sometimes you might see a powder and usually you just want to take it 15 to 30 minutes before you have a meal that you're worried about spiking your blood sugar. I've used this for meals that are going to be heavy in carbs, so pastas, potatoes, um, anything that's super dense like that. And then of course the best use for it that I've used personally is for dessert, so sh any type of sugar that I'm going to be consuming that's not a natural sugar from fruits or vegetables, um, it, even sweet potatoes really is going to be some type of sweet dessert that has sugar added to it or that's something that I'm worried that's going to spike my blood sugar that there are some foods that I've tested for that I might be slightly allergic to or that for some reason just spike my, my insulin. So I use that before those meals to do it. I don't do it very often, just occasionally. And you can look this up on Amazon, on Google, but there's tons of products out there. You just want to be careful because a lot of the ones on Amazon aren't third-party tested for purity, for additives, for heavy metals. So you just want to really do your due diligence. I've done a ton of research on this, and one of the best companies that I've found is called Keon by Ben Greenfield. Uh, he has third-party testing. He's got a really clean supplement, and I've used that for a long time, and, and I've always felt like it's been pretty good um, for myself. Obviously, I wasn't measuring my <laughs> blood glucose levels every time I take it before and after something, um, but just intrinsic feeling, I can feel it intuitively. So that's one of the trusted brands that I use. And I don't have any type of affiliation whatsoever with the brand of Keon. I wish I did. I wish they would sponsor me. So I'm going to say I don't have an affiliate yet. Uh, but it's just something that I really love. So they just create a really good product. So maybe in the future they'll sponsor me. But as of right now, I'm currently not sponsored. If you're not wanting to spend money and you're just looking for the free, cheapest approach to having something to help your insulin levels before you eat a meal, one of the most researched ways is lemon water. So just having some lemon water before a meal will actually help maintain a consistent blood sugar level and it's a free way if you're going out to the restaurant or whatever just ask for a lemon wedge, put it in your water, 
drink that before you're eating and that will help not only with digestion but it'll lower your blood sugar it'll help actually detoxify the body and when it's coming to weight loss just in general because bitter melon um, ozempic everything it's more of a short-term fix right these are just things that we can take in supplement form or ingest and it's going to kind of give us more or less an immediate effect the way that we have consistent weight loss over time is by forming those habits that help us by disciplining the body and the mind of a healthy lifestyle and the best way to do that is to help heal your body because the only reason why we're overweight in the first place is because the body is sick in one form or another it might have accumulated some toxins in the fat it may have some underlying chronic stress and stress is actually going to be the number one leading cause of all chronic disease and one of the chronic diseases is becoming obese so mitigating your stress is probably going to be one of the biggest factors to helping yourself lose weight and also cutting out processed foods processed foods coming in bags boxes um, anything sealed from a store specifically the middle aisles you always want to stay away from those that will help form the habits of telling your body hey I want to eat real whole foods, I want to feel nourished, I want to have the high energy and eventually I promise your body is going to adapt to that and start telling you, hey, I don't like the taste of those Oreos anymore, I don't like the taste of the soda, it's too sweet, I want to go more towards the veggies, I want to have whole potatoes, sweet potatoes and these are things that over time will add up and cause a compound effect to eventually you won't need a pill or anything to help lower the blood sugar because your body's naturally going to produce enough insulin to counteract it. So for this week, I want to challenge you to do something harder for yourself that you've never done. And I want you to get 1% better today than you were yesterday. And that can look in like different forms for everyone. But if that means saying no to the soda at lunch or dinner, if that means that instead of picking up an extra potato at lunch, you're going to be going for the veggies. Just do something harder for yourself that you haven't done this past week that is going to help you get to that goal, ultimately of losing that weight in a more natural, healthy way. And if you found this episode helpful in any way, please share it with your friends or family. I want to spread this word. I want to get this out there to as many people as possible because I know what it feels like to be on the other side unknown, uncertain, just confused about what to do next. So I really want to help guide people towards a better, healthier version of themselves and ultimately just feel good. So if you wouldn't mind, just leave a five-star review underneath this. This is going to help promote the podcast, promote it to more people and hopefully get more listeners throughout the show. So appreciate it. Thank you guys so much and have a good rest of your day.